Hello there, welcome to the very first episode of season two of This Is Lit, a podcast where we'll be discussing all things film and literature. My name is Emily and joining me today is the very lovely Prue Baker. How are you doing, Prue? I'm doing pretty pretty well and pretty excited to be back. <laughs> excited to have you here. And we also have Sean Clark. Hello. Hi. How are you? Great. How are you? You seem really excited to introduce me. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're back. If you uh, listened to our previous season, we yeah, you will hopefully remember us from when we discussed the two comparative texts for VCE, The Longest Memory and The Seven Stages of Grieving. Um, yeah, we're back though for a new year, new year 12 classes and yeah, the very same texts. So um, this season we're kind of going to be moving on to explore one of the other year 12 texts, which is Rear Window. So uh, we actually did like a bit of a Christmas exam special last year where we tried to wrap everything up in about an hour <laughs> which yeah that was a fun time yeah, yeah. Was tough. i think i saw it was actually like an hour and 10 minutes so we didn't succeed with that but anyway um, if anyone's listeners extended... we're sorry all two of you we're really yeah. sorry <laughs> sorry to our listener from ireland yeah. we love you so um but yeah this year we are or well, this season i should say um we're going to be yeah kind of going to a little bit more depth um do, and doing that in some shorter chunks of time um and yeah we're going to be kind of yeah diving in and taking a closer look at some of the themes and ideas that are explored within the film so Ooh. yeah exciting exciting Someone stuff we're keen to talk about how shit jeffries is <laughs> <laughs> just every character really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. except for mm. lisa oh could we go already? It's been what, like two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so this first episode is pretty much going to be context. So obviously, um, a really p- important part of understanding a film and analysing it is looking at when and where it is set and the context around that. So. In today's little ep, we're going to just pretty much have like a bit of an introduction to the context where we're going to look over McCarthyism, uh, gender roles, and like just the American values of the 1950s. Um, and then also a little bit of a background on the director, Alfred Hitchcock. Um, so yeah, to start off with though, just in case you have not yet, I don't know, seen the movie, which if you haven't, go and watch it before listening to this, that's kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just to, just, just to kind of, yeah, <laughs> just to recap though, um, just to yeah, refresh our memories on the movie, I'm going to just summarise it quickly. So this is uh, courtesy of somebody called Lotus73 from IMDb. Thank you for your work. <laughs> this is, yeah, a plot story. Photographer Albie Jeff Jeffries is confined to his small apartment with a broken leg. Oofed. Just want to stop you there. Yeah. I, have, I have seen that written in yeah. so many es- essays <laughs> so many times. Well, they've just obviously just memorised it. Mm. Which really? is, I guess, fine. Is it fine? Find out, listeners. Sorry, continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, to pass the time, he watches the goings-on of his motley assortment of neighbours, a frustrated yet fun-loving composer, a middle-aged couple with a small dog, a dancer who seems to enjoy practising her routines while scantily clad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um, a pair of reclusive newlyweds, a lonely woman who seems to reclusive live in a fantasy world. Reclusive or just world. private? Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> 
quotations, guys. They're important. Who's the author of this? Lotus. Lotus. Lotus 73. Lotus 73. What are you doing? Um, as, oh, and, and a salesman and his invalid wife. One day, the wife inexplicably disappears. And the salesman starts doing things that lead Jeff to suspect that he may have murdered her. Dun, dun, dun. And this is where we add in like a sound effect. Yeah, but we're not that high tech. Yeah, we're too advanced. It's too advanced. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god! Unfortunately, he has no proof, and no one seems to believe him. Eventually, however, things start falling together in a way that make it look like Jeff might just be right after all. Finally. His girlfriend Lisa and his nurse Stella come up with a plan to catch the killer red-handed. But doing so could put all of their lives in danger. Wow. Suspense. That was excellent. Yeah. Thanks. Well done. Well done, Lotus73. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting, um, questionable terms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reclusive newlyweds. Yep. Mm. And also, oh, I think we, missed, we were laughing over this one, also a lonely woman who seems to live in a fantasy world. It's like fantasy world is an interesting way of describing it. Could we say that she's like, kind of, I don't know, she sees things? Like she's like a little bit schizophrenic? What? No. I don't think so. No. No. That's what it makes me think of when, when, yeah, like fantasy world. Like you see things that aren't there. I see fantasy world, uh, I don't know, we'll we'll talk about that later. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mm. All right, so Sean, can you please... Yo, tell us yeah. some of the 1950s American values. Cool. All right. So um, when we think about 1950s America, we also have to remember that Rear Window was released in 1954. OK, so there's a huge economic boom that happened in this time period. And we also have to remember that there was two world wars and the Great Depression um, that America had overcome. So it was this huge time of like boom for the country, all that sort of stuff. Um, it was su- super, super thriving. People had lots and lots of money, um, or a lot more money than they had in the past to spend on like different things. Um, entertainment was really big. Again, the film industry was really, really big then, um, which was really good as well. Um, however, I think it's really important to note, and this is going into one of those really big um, themes and ideas and issues, uh, was that there was a huge bitterness against um, you know, communism. Miss Baker or Miss Pratt, what is communism? Quickly tell me. Communism, communism, sorry, is the idea of a society in which all property is owned by the community and each person contributes and receives money or goods or whatever according to their ability and needs. Mm. And so there was like, perfect, A plus. <laughs> How'd you come up with that? <laughs> I, I came up with that off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah, wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> so impressed. And so uh, we will be talking about that next yeah. week in yes. more detail. So if that sentence meant nothing to you, <laughs> uh, don't worry. Because, don't worry, because we'll cover it. Yeah, tune in next week. We yeah. got you, we got you. Mm. Um, so, and there was this huge bitterness against communism. There was a, a fear that it would infl- infiltrate and infect the country. And so there, there was lots and lots of um, really, really upsetting, like, <sighs> states for America. I was about to say Australia. Whoops. Um, America and um, what they felt about communism back in those times. And so there was, it was like neighbour against neighbour. Lots and lots of people were, like, suspicious of other people, um, which was really interesting as well. Another really big thing back then as well was marriage. Um, and obviously the traditional nuclear family. So the traditional nuclear family was two, you know, two adults, you know, mum, a dad, and generally speaking, two to three kids. Um, and that was really, really big um, in that time as well. And it was, and the thing about Rear Window, and I'm just trying to link this back, is that 
Jeffries goes against, you know, that idea and Lisa as well. They go against that idea of, you know, that traditional um, gender roles. They go against that idea of, you know, being like a traditional couple because, you know, there's a part in the film and God, I'm praying that you guys have watched the film before you listen to this. Um, when they, uh, you know, Lisa's seen to be staying over at Jeffrey's house and that was very much, or Jeffrey's apartment, and that was very much um, looked down upon. Yeah, it was super scandalous. Super scandalous <laughs> back in those days. Um so it was really, really interesting. And, like, just, again, you know, about that 1950s America, you know, um, the in- increasing economic prosperity of all of that whole era um, basically had, you know, one single breadwinner per household. Most of the time, I would say 99% of the time, that would be the man bringing home, you know, the bacon, so to speak. Mm. Um, whereas Lisa goes against that norm um, and... Obviously, she's kind of like her own breadwinner and brings back, brings home her own bacon, which is also really interesting. <laughs> now I just really want bacon. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like 1950s America all wrapped up, um, which was yeah, it was uh, very interesting. It was very. Uh, if you ever want to know, have you guys seen that new series on Disney Plus, WandaVision? No, no. It's really good. So like, it goes through like the decades of like marriage and partnership and how that's it's also all like marvel marvelified and all that sort of stuff but it goes through like all the decades of like oh like what they were like in the 1950s and then in the 60s 70s 80s and it goes through those decades mm. and um even on tv a married couple on tv had separate beds and they slept in two single separate beds and that's how it was in the 50s in the 50s mm. yeah it mm. wouldn't be it wouldn't be a surprise to find that like they wouldn't sleep in the same bed which is so weird mm. i find it weird <laughs> yeah no that's weird yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah no like for it to be like normalized in this like yeah mm, super super weird anyway and so obviously again you know there was this huge institution of marriage and you know people were like oh I'm, we need to get married and blah, blah 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 and it was weird um and it was made out to be weird that jeffries and lisa were still not married by the end end of the film did you guys find that weird no 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 I personally don't think they work as a couple, but whatever. Yeah. I'm like, no, don't get married because that will be a life of sad. Um, well, I think it would go against, uh, we're skipping over many, many weeks, but it would go against the whole nature and idea that's expressed in Rear Window for them to get married. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, that's sort of my spiel about the 1950s America. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Very no insightful. Worries. Um, you stole a little bit about what I was going to talk about with McCarthyism. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I noticed that. I'm sorry. I steal everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. Um, I do remember, though, last year um, reading about the actual setting of the movie being, like, in, um, I forget, the suburb in New York. York. Yeah, New York. Yeah, but there's this particular suburb... The oh, Greenwich, 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 yeah, Greenwich yeah. Village, yeah. Greenwich Village. Yeah. yeah, so and that it's like a particular kind of class of people, so kind of like bohemian, mm. um, you know, like middle class or like people that don't have like a whole wealth of wealth. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Five years in English teacher. <laughs> um, yeah, which can be uh, relevant in some way. <laughs> Anyway, continue. Right. <laughs> I'll be quiet now. Yeah, like, you go sit in the corner. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Um, yeah, cool. So I guess like leading into that idea of like communism, which we talked very briefly about before, um, 
Yeah, as Sean's already mentioned, people Sorry. were terrified of communists and communism and that sort of thing. Um, and so there was actually this thing called McCarthyism, which is now known as the practice of making accusations um, of subversion or treason uh, without any proper regard for evidence, like in reference to communism. So, um, yeah, obviously, so in 1950s America, leaders were all super terrified of communism, and so they tried to kind of like convince the public that there were all these like communists lurking in their lives trying to like propagate communism and that they were going to like take over the world with it. Fear mongering. Yeah, yeah it's weird yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and you, yeah, you'll also hear like this called the Red Scare. So if you ever hear of the Red Scare, that's talking about communism. Uh, which refers to the red flags that communists used to have. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Fun facts with this is lit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it's called McCarthyism because the senator at the time, Joe McCarthy, uh, was responsible for like this big series of investigations where he would try and expose supposed communists um, that had like infiltrated the US government. <laughs> Which, I don't know, it sounds so Weird. silly, It's it? so, like, a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's, like, what it is. It's, like, QAnon, like, yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. there's all these, like, you know, it's, like, communist gate or, you know, how they... Yeah. 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 Like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, and so these, like, trials would often take place, like, based on pretty much, like, no, no evidence or very little evidence as well. Um, and they would, like, publicise them quite widely as well like they'd be on television so that you could like watch these investigations taking place um i read earlier today that there was actually so in its peak like with communism and um, mccarthyism and all that there was 36 days of televised hearings led by mccarthy in 1954 that's messed up i know i was like what like yeah what yeah so where i'm all like going with all this um, is that obviously at the time this would have created a lot of fear and suspicion um, because people were super super sus that their neighbours or you know their bosses or whoever could be communists because that's the worst thing in the world um, and yeah so they were like yeah really scared and everything and this caused yeah obviously suspicion as I've already said but also like so uh, social alienation which we see in the movie because um, obviously like people don't trust each other because it's like oh maybe they're a communist or what's, so. a, what's a game uh, on your phone oh um oh, among us yeah it's yeah. basically it's among us it is, it is. like yeah. it won't surprise me when i watch the film with yeah. my students that they'll just be like sus sus sus, yep. yeah. sus meeting like <laughs> yeah. like it's basically among us is it that's not like a who done it but like yeah. did he do it mm. Mm. yeah mm. sorry em continue oh, um yeah you should play that in your classes, guys. Yeah. That That's how we'll get them in. We'll yeah. be like, all right, we're going to play Among Us, <laughs> and now we're going to watch Rear Window. Yeah. Similarity? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we're going to learn about communism. No, not communism. McCarthyism, McCarthyism and then play mm-hmm. Among Us. Sim- similarity? <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I'm doing hand motions. Yeah. 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 Weighing it up, you know? Describe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, Emily. Um, that's fine. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think I was pretty much done anyway. <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about. Yeah, social alienation, <laughs> people, people don't trust. Um, so obviously, oh, sorry. So to bring it back again, so if we look at like Rear Window. Um, You've killed Prue. Prue's <laughs> just like lost it, just trying to laugh silently. Because the microphone picks up everything. In case you didn't notice that just before. Um, oh dear. 
Yeah, so like Jeff, when we think about how Jeff obviously spends so much of his time watching his neighbours and how he automatically like assumes the worst of Thorwald, um, that kind of is where like this whole concept of McCarthyism is in. And yeah, and also like the social alienation part, like if we will do like a whole episode on like the isolation and stuff that they experience. Um, but yeah, if we think about again, like the neighbours in the apartment complex, they're all very isolated from each other even though they live so closely. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Thanks. Well done, Em. Got, got a bit off track at the yeah. end there. Kind of <laughs> Classic. Myself. Classic. Well done. Um, well done. Just, you, can't, yeah. you can't plan for Sean's tangents. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just say nothing. Yeah. That would be better. <laughs> wow. Right. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah <laughs> welcome back to This Is Lit. Um, Prove yeah. Baker. My turn. All right. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about the director, Alfred Hitchcock. Um, you probably have heard of him before in some sort of shape or form or seen some of his other films. <clears throat> um, but he was, so he has been around or was around for a while. He was born... <laughs> He had a long, healthy, I assume, life. Uh, <laughs> he do, he's, yeah, he's dead now. He is dead, yes. Uh, so he was born uh, in 18... 18... That's true. 1899. He's dead now, right? Yeah, he's dead, yeah. Excellent. Sorry. That's the lie. Okay. Uh, he was born in 1899 um, and died... In 1980. Uh, he grew up in, so he was born in England, grew up in London. Actually, fun fact, another fun fact. Uh, he, his, where he grew up in, I just thought this was, this was really irrelevant to the film. Um, don't mention it, I say. But I just thought it was interesting. Where he grew up in London was where Jack the Ripper, like, stalked. Like, oh, yeah. That's so I think different yeah. time periods. But it was still interesting that it's the same same place. Same place. Two yeah. famous people out of that little town. Yeah. Uh, so, as a child, I think he had a pretty uh, traumatic childhood. Uh, so, according to Britannica.com, <laughs> well, I got the information from somewhere, didn't I? Uh, it said uh, his father, so his father was super strict um, and he had some interesting disciplinary techniques. So, for example, when Hitchcock... I'm going to just change between Hitchcock and Alfred, if that's okay. Um, Don't do that in your essays. Don't do it in your essays. Don't do do what Miss Baker (laughs) does. (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) Uh, When Hitchcock... So, when Hitchcock was misbehaving, uh, his father would send Hitchcock to the police station with a note and the the sergeant there was kind of across what was happening and was in on it with the father and then so would lock Hitchcock up in prison for like a few minutes uh, but it was just like enough time I guess for um to for Alfred to get like this incredible fear of enclosed spaces um and wrongful imprisonment which apparently then kind of surfaces later in his work so these kind of ideas um yeah come up in his films and well well we were creative yeah it's kind of um, yeah uh sorry um sorry uh, he had huge success he was in that industry from very a very young age and he was um huge success in silent films um and the talkies which now we can just call films talkies. (laughs) (laughs) 
recommend that. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to watch a talkie. I'm going to go watch a talkie. I'm going to go to the talkies when they open again. Again, don't call the film a talkie in your essays, please. Just basically stop listening to us, yeah. guys. Like, turn it off. This season is just going to be one giant meme. <laughs> All right, so he as, is known as the master of suspense, which you all probably know from Rear Window. Very suspenseful. Um, and he is also known for his contribution to the thriller genre. But I think his contribution to the film, film industry yeah. as, a, as a whole. No, no, yeah. the talkie industry. Oh, the yeah. talkie industry, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Uh, so if you have watched some of his films, they might include North by Northwest, Psycho, Rebecca, uh, Jamaica Inn, two of which, those last two are actually um, film adaptations by Daphne du Maurier. Have you ever read any of them? Negatory. Which is very cool. I love it. Um, yeah, new. there's a new Rebecca film on Netflix. If Yeah, anyway. It's not as good, but okay. Nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> uh, and The Birds, all of which, though, I've not seen. Can I just uh, say, have I've... you guys seen any of his other films? Absolutely, yeah. yes. I've seen Psycho and The Birds. Yeah, I rewatched The Birds recently. And it was very, very good. Oh, really? Like, like funny. Yeah. In places when it wasn't meant to be, but like, it was like, very good. was it as in like, not funny as in he didn't mean it to be funny, oh, or no, it, he meant it funny, but it's kind of like it's like rear window funny, like well, yeah, funny like, in <laughs> serious situations. Like Jeffrey's falling out the window, and when he fell out the window, I was like, lol. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I don't see. Yeah. I don't know if that was meant to be funny. Oh no, I know, but yeah. I'm just saying like. This is yeah, awful. yeah, awful. like some of the bird stuff, like it's dated a little bit. Very but like clearly, considering yeah. when it was made and all, like it's still, yeah, still good. Just yeah, yeah, like the plot line and like yeah. <laughs> I just sometimes I always think about like what would have Hitchcock done had he been alive? Like now. he would have done even more amazing things yeah, these totally. days with the technology that he mm, yeah, that 100%. he would have had at his disposal because all his stuff is just so. Yeah, good. So he was let down up, by yeah. technology of the yeah. time, mm. and yeah. that's it. Because ahead of his time, yeah, yeah. way ahead. Mm. Yeah, sorry, sorry, because I'm because I'm hijacking again. What did you no, got? Yeah. Oh, Ta- tangent. Tangent. No, tangent. that wasn't a tangent. Old that was tangent. very much on topic. No tangent, Shan. Um, speaking of tangent, Shan. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, so I, I also read that um, Hitchcock tries to, like in most of his films, or all of his films, he makes this cameo appearance, so he lacks to be in his, fil- in his own films, mm. um, which I found very reminiscent of uh, Stephanie Meyer. So they have that in common. Um, but Stephanie Meyer. She's in Twilight. She's in, like, okay. I know she's in the first one and the, the wedding one. Because you watch them every night? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, this is a tangent. Yeah. I'll admit that. <laughs> Are you the person that watches Twilight, like, every year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now everyone knows. <laughs> Listeners, if you're still listening, the look that, that Emily just gave Prue was just utter disapproval. Utter yeah. disapproval. She's just a and snob. Disappointment. You you are a self-acclaimed film snob, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can admit that. We all have our things. Um, What's mine? Theatre. One hundred percent drama. Tangent, yeah. Sean. Tangent. <laughs> drama, drama, drama. Yeah. Both yeah. on stage and and off it. Anyway, let's continue. Um. All right, so maybe in the next couple of weeks, um, Sean will probably 
go on and become excitable and talking about uh, Alfred Hitchcock's cameo in Rear Window. I remember our Christmas. I was so yeah, excited. You were very yeah. excited about it. I did. I put a little. I put in space for your tangent here. If you wanted to go on now and talk about it, um, I can't even remember. I think. I, is, do you remember my tangent from I the do, special? But I was going to say, I reckon we save it. Like, keep it up our sleeves to you know, keep Entice. everyone wanting to come. Entice. Back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah. Just make sure we need to wrap up, guys. <laughs> Lost it. <laughs> Okay, um, so his films, as we are talking about before, uh, the humour, um, he had a macabre sense of humour and we see that in his films. Um, and he also had quite a critical view on society and the human condition and I thought maybe because of his childhood trauma, um, potentially. Look, probably. Yeah, he utilised film techniques to his advantage and relied on them to tell the story. So instead of relying on, like, the character's dialogue, he more used, you know, the character shots, point of view shots, Mm. I mean, camera shots, or camera angles, that kind of thing. So telling the story through a visual means. um, So as the audience or the camera mimics this person's gaze, and we see that in Rear Window a lot, where we know we're kind of forced to follow Jeff's gaze. Um, that's purely through the use of film techniques. Mm. Uh, so being a thriller, Hitchcock also uses light, uh, light, lighting and editing, um, so more visual techniques to maximise the tension and suspense. So we'll talk about film techniques a lot over the next two months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Seems oh, like such a long time. So every Friday afternoon, we know we know how important it is. Uh, so it'd be very important to discuss these film techniques in your in your essays uh, because it's imperative and it's a crucial factor to uh, of Hitchcock's uh, masterpiece. All right, so uh, in his films as well, I'm wrapping it up, guys, I'm almost there. Um, in his films, we see the characters that break stereotypes. We've also kind of also talked about this uh, with Lisa and Jeff. Um, and he also has these universal, relatable ideas. Through all of this kind of stuff, he kind of paved the way for modern mm. cinema. So through, I guess, it's kind of innovative and was kind of original by using these film techniques and using these different kind of stereotypes. Uh, characters um it made way for modern cinema as we know it today so i guess that's why he is still so relevant and still why we talk about him and still why we enjoy his movies and why we still study him at school Mm, absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even though rear window is like 50 no 70 years old (laughs) i still think it's 2000 Super relevant. And yeah, I really think that film wouldn't have been what it is today without him. I think it would have been Mm. another version of mysteries and murder mysteries and thrillers and stuff like that. But certainly. Sorry, guys, I was just stretching. Had a long date. (laughs) Is this just going to be your thing now? Like just describing describing all your movements? (laughs) Guys, kick me out. That's why you're doing a podcast and not a video. Kick me out of the podcast. (laughs) Just. And next week, uh, you will be joined by Emily Pratt and Prue Baker and nobody else. <laughs> Not one other and none, and none for Gretchen Wiggins. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Are we ready for the game? I'm ready for the game, 100%. I'm right. ready to move on. <laughs> so 
yeah, Sean has put together a little true or false quiz for us. Bruce ruined it a little bit. Have I? Oh. Yeah. Oh, because I gave With too your much Hitchcock facts. Sorry, I know too much. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are literally session six on a Friday. Those girls at the back that yeah, just giggle laughing. at everything. All right, um, so this is the real or fake game. Um, whatever you want to call it, truth or truth or false. I don't know. Truth, truth or false. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> okay, so your first question is, in 1950, is this true or false? In 1950, only, um, sorry, only out of a thousand marriages, only three ended in divorce. True or false? True. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, I didn't get to answer. Oh, I could bring a bell. You <laughs> <would>. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool. Um, correct. Um, so in 1950, only out of a thousand marriages, only ever three ended in divorce because it was so, um, so like looked down upon, like people just, would, it was like the last mm. resort. Mm. Interesting. Are you ready? Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock lived, true or false? False. Oh. <laughs> true, or, true or false? <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock lived to the ripe old age of 101. That's false. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know, because you ruined it. <laughs> All right, last one, last one. Um, Alfred Hitchcock's uh, Oscar-winning films are as follows. Dial M for Murder, The Birds, Rear Window. Did all of them win an Oscar? True or false? I don't think Rear Window Oscar yeah, won one. I think it was nominated for four Academy Awards. Correct. Mm. Rear Window did not win any Oscars, which mm. is very weird and unusual. Weird snub. Well, yeah, I guess we'll wrap up there, guys. Probably should have ended this about ten minutes ago, <laughs> to be honest. Halfway through mine. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> no. You Halfway through mine. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't say anything. I didn't yeah. to you. Yeah. It was polite. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you so much for listening, if you're still with us. Um, next week we will be – what are we doing next week? So we're going to have a special guest next we week. We will have a special That's guest. Right. We're yeah. going to go – we're going to dive deeper into McCarthyism and what it is. Cause we did – we went over it really briefly and you did a great job, Em. Um, Thanks, Prue. But, yeah, we're going to we're gonna go into a little bit more – in a little bit more detail what it actually is, what it actually looked like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah – Please, uh, yeah, join us again. We'll listen to the next episode or whatever. <laughs> why, do you sound, I haven't, why do you sound so sad? Please join us again. No, I just haven't, like, you know how it's like when you try to end something, but it's, like, really awkward. It's just like, oh, it should be easy to finish this. <laughs> okay. All right. This is probably the loosest episode we've ever done. Oh, that's saying something. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And yeah, we will uh, hopefully, I don't know. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.